A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Do we have our special guest on the horn here we today? We sure do. With Kimber Peter Flounder, it's Neil Borte. How's it going, my friend? Where are you, first of all? And welcome aboard. What's up? <laughs> Where's my damn theme music? <laughs> you know, we need some. I'm, well, I'm, I'm absolutely offended by our own radio station, Mr. Borch. We don't have your special theme. Here we go. Now we're talking. Very good. Very good. We'll do better next time. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully there is a next time. A bad start. Well, you know, uh, when when I when I got fired by a well, I didn't. My contract was up at a radio station that no longer exists in any form yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, I remember. And how do I remember? In fact, I remember so, what you said when I was gone. Anyway, go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell you when you were fired. What, what, did, what did I say? What, you what said I say? when I when I, they fired me, I was the last one. Tom Hughes had called in that day and said he announced his. Oh no, he was Tom Hughes was on the radio that morning, and he announced his retirement, much to the chagrin of everybody. Nobody had any idea. The King, the Morning Show King. He just said, "Well, I've decided I'm retiring. And this is my last day." And we go, "Oh my God!" So I went in. Now I think it was a Friday, if I'm not mistaken. And so I went. Yeah. I was going early, and I went in, and they called me into the office and said, well, you're gone, too. <laughs> so, he, then, you know, you're out. Uh, and then you, your la- your comment was, uh, uh, well, they fired Peterson, so would the last one there please turn out the lights? Because <laughs> I was, oh, yeah. the last, was the last By, by the way, go. Tom Hughes, Tom Hughes, did he ever amount to anything? <laughs> I love that guy. I'll tell you, he's one of the and his sweet too. wife too, the former judge. Uh, and what a couple! I mean, they've they, you know they got like nine houses all over the world. They fly all over the place. They're a happy couple. I mean, I'm just I'm so happy for them. They I couldn't I, honestly. He's he's one of the uh, literally one of the nicest people in any kind of entertainment or broadcasting uh, uh, industry I've ever met. Really, really. And, and then. Then some of the people that worked with us are no longer around, like Sasquatch, for instance. Remember him? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wade. Yeah, Wade Medlock. Yeah, Wade yeah. Medlock. I'm in the kudzu. I'm in the yeah. kudzu. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he actually appreciated the Sasquatch line. But anyway, yes. uh, af- after I left there, uh, I signed a new contract. Uh, with uh, that other station, yeah. and I had six month non compete clause. Yeah. Six months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was being paid by both radio stations at my full salary for that. So we got on the road, <laughs> and uh, and and I I can remember plainly I was driving through Boulder, Colorado, playing a CD of uh, Alan Parsons Project, and the song Lucifer came up, and I said to Donna, Lucifer, that's going to be my new theme song. But it just it it never it didn't really it never yeah. worked out. No. <laughs> well, you're full of surprises, Neil, including the other day, and I replayed it on our show in the afternoon. Your comments with the morning team, the America's all anal crew, uh, the beautiful bastards in the morning, and you were talking about your middle name. I had never heard that, and what a story that was! Holy cow! Well, <laughs> you know what the, the the 
ID, what was it, the, the gold ID, good ID, whatever it is, yeah. ID Act, that required your full name to yeah. be on every piece of identification. So my middle name was the most prominent <laughs> uh, uh, on, on my driver's license in these, these idiot TSA agents. I'd, I'd show them my wallet. Uh, my ID card, and they say, oh, it's Adolf. <laughs> and Neil Adolf Force. <laughs> so, and, and like I asked the other morning, who in the hell? <laughs> 1945, who would name their <laughs> kid Adolf? <laughs> especially now, Kimmer, I know a lot more about my dad's exploits. Uh, as you know, he flew uh, in uh, Marine Corps. In World, World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. Yeah. He's a man. He was a combat he was yeah. a combat pilot in all of them. Yeah. And when I was born, because I have the letter right here <laughs> that he wrote to his dad. When I was born, he was on Okinawa, and he was preparing for the invasion of the Japanese mainland. Wow. And he had no expectation of surviving. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I was about six weeks old or something like But still. Still, he managed to slip that damn Adolf name on my birth certificate. <laughs> and, 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 and I just heard that. Finally, I, I went to court here in Naples and got that changed. Yeah. And, and the judge argued with me. Yeah, they give you a hard time. Well, if they thought yeah. you're trying to avoid a lawsuit or an ex-wife or something, you know, what do they know? Yeah. So I could give do you. Do you have a bleeper? Time. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think uh, uh, flounders are. Uh, you talking about bleeping him up because you're about to say something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think yeah. it's. I think it's working. Take a chance. You can probably well, say judge, it once. <laughs> the judge just gave me a hard time about re wanting to change my name to just the letter A. And I, I finally, I said, well, what would you like me to change it to, asshole? <laughs> that might, that <laughs> might have, yeah, you might have set off the old timer on that one. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. I, hey, I asked. Yeah. I asked. And I always give permission. I, I don't care. <laughs> I, you're, like, you're like my favorite guy, Ricky Gervais. <laughs> oh, I love that guy, too. Yeah, but I say, I don't care. You know, I don't, we I, just I don't care. I'm not. I'll never do this again. I'm not going to be yeah. called. I don't care. Yeah. We just uh, had him on the other day. The other day, and uh, as one of our comedy bits. In fact, it's just my eyes water listening to that guy. Boy, did he eat up the Golden Globes? Yeah, I, I love. We just played that uh, about a week ago. Yeah. Oh, uh, I can't wait for the Kelsey. Uh, breakup with uh, legs. I mean, uh, what's her name? <laughs> now, okay, there are, now, there's Flounder and Pete and me and you all on this uh, this link here right now. <clears throat> I guarantee you, I am the only guy in here who is, has it in my heart that this is a real, honest, wonderful romance. I am so tickled pink. Oh, I, <laughs> I, am, I am enthralled with this deal. I can't get enough of the fact that this is a man. This, this guy, this football player is willing to do anything for his girl. Girl. What, what, and the what does he play again? The, <laughs> tight end. Yeah, I guess you got to have foot, one to be foot, one. <laughs> foot, did you say football? Uh, fl I, I might have said that. It's very possible. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be responsible for everything. Listen, you know, uh, they're they're talking about a prenup, and he's saying, "Hell no, I won't sign a prenup." Well, you I, know, I she's I, worth he doesn't over a it. billion, and he's yeah. worth. 
He's worth whatever yeah. money he has until he sprains a knee. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any issue on a prenup on that. But, you know, the thing is, I mean, I, what, what really makes me kind of emotional about this is that I feel, I mean, I don't like Taylor Swift's politics. but no, I you had I, a thing for her. Well, I, no, no, no. Actually, no, well, she's got a great face. I mean, when I, I, uh, I remember, in fact, my daughter Jennifer rib, ribbed me one time because the first time I ever heard of Taylor Swift, she was singing Teardrops on My Guitar and then the other Country Boy song where, She's in love with some country music star. I can't remember the name of it. And I love those two songs. And I, I was talking to my daughter, Jennifer, at the time. And I saw her picture on the cover of one of her albums. And it was her with her feet dipped in a pool or something, a little little summer dress. And I said, boy, have I got the hots for that chick. And she said, Dad, she's 15. So, you know, well, so- yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. The first time I saw her, I thought her, you know, I thought the only animal on Earth with eyes further apart than that was a blue whale. <laughs> well, I, I, don't ha- I don't have a thing for or physically, she's not my type a- at all uh, in any way. No, but, I know your type. I've seen your type. But, but the fact is that she, you know, she was a monster, uh, a business empire, and was afraid to be a, a girl. Was afraid to be a romantic and out in public. Had to hide everything. And finally, now she's acting like a girl who wants to be in love and doesn't mind showing it. And to okay, me, well, I'm I don't, tickled I don't, about that. I think I that's can't wonderful. argue about that. By the way, the first song I ever saw her sing, and I thought it was a great song. She's probably twelve. I don't know yeah. the title of it was our song oh that's a great song our song we, this is our song the slamming of the kitchen door the slamming screen the, slamming yeah, screen, screen door, door yeah. and all that yeah yeah, yeah. i uh, love all, I, and i shake it off i mean there, there's a lot of great songs uh, a, a bunch no of no them. i heard my i heard my granddaughter sing shake it off too many times i threatened her with her inheritance <laughs> if she ever ever sings that song in front of me yeah again. well that was i played a lot that's for sure <laughs> you started off so great with the alan parsons project and now it's taylor swift well you know <laughs> it's liable to go anywhere in this place so. i like the allen's uh, the alan oh yeah so did i yeah there is there is no current music that i have any affection for at all and don't don't give me with hip-hop and yeah. rap it's all crap all of it every bit of it i cannot believe that we didn't have a drop the peach celebration uh in, in yeah. atlanta because they'd spent all the money on the hip-hop, the hip-hop 50th rock anniversary and nobody won yeah right and there, it, there it goes. nobody yeah. gave a flying fornication yeah. about well what's the one at piedmont park or whatever you know and again when it gets all hip-hop and everything else i mean and then they say well we did we, we don't have any uh you know republicans there because they might have guns i mean you know, oh. Oh. You know listen anybody that goes to piedmont park yeah. for a hip-hop celebration <laughs> you, you deserves exactly <laughs> what happens to them yeah <laughs> <laughs> by the way I mean, Along with your point, Neil, by the way, a Founder, you got to tell us when you have to, if we have to take a little bit no, of time. We, we, you guys go as long as you want. Okie doke. Um, uh, I've just asked Flounder to put on my little... You have ma- commercials? Uh, no, not... Well, <laughs> <laughs> we squeeze them in together. Uh, it's my... <laughs> uh, I don't, it sounds amazing, doesn't it? <laughs> the camera's yeah. back on the radio. Uh, I just asked Flounder to put four new songs on my magic music stick that he does, so listen to them in the car home, and they're all oldies. Uh, uh, the Everly Brothers, Devoted to You. I mean... Yes. You know, Air Supply with uh, something, one of my favorite sing-along songs. I, I can't remember what the word, what the song is, but I love this. It's got great harmony and chorus and stuff. So, so but those are all, I mean, there, I, don't ha- there's, I, don't, I don't have any allegiance to anything in the music industry no, no, no. these days. Well, now, now, wait a minute. There's one thing that I don't know when it came out, but it's obviously rather new. And it's Alison Krauss and Robert Plant. Oh, Remember, I, I Robert like her. Plant? I love Alison Krauss. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I like what I like what uh, uh, 
Whiskey uh, Lullaby, Vince is that Gill. the one she did? Yeah, yeah. Vince Gill said about Alan, Alison Krauss, when I die and go to heaven, if the angels don't sound like Alison Krauss, I'm in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. I like her. I like her yeah, a lot. And, uh, that reminds me of the joke about the uh, girl walking into a bar and sticking her hand way up in the air and says, is anybody here going to buy a girl a drink? <laughs> You, yeah, you don't know that. No, you, you, uh, <laughs> okay. Is this we've one already be for ready where we have to bleep you out. Well, we've already said we've already said a hole. So <laughs> it's like the guy, de- who, de- guy, de- goes, de- guy goes into the bar with a gun and says, "All right, which one of you guys have been sleeping with my wife?" And the guy in the back says, "You don't have enough bullets." <laughs> <laughs> no, but so she says, "Is anybody here going to buy a?" Well, she was a hag. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. so she sticks her straight up in the air. She's pointing. Anybody, guy at the end of the bar. I'm going to cut this short. They're drunk. He says, "I'll buy the ballerina a drink." <laughs> And uh, I, 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 sh- I should indicate that she was hygiene deficient, including shaving. I got, oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah, okay. So uh, the bartender says, why did you call her a ballerina? And the guy says, any woman that can kick hot that high has to be a ballerina. <laughs> 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 was her underarm. <laughs> so here comes D squared with the yeah. pink slips right now. <laughs> D squared. <laughs> That's the boss. He's walking in right so, now. <laughs> no, it's all going great. So you, you asked me where I am. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, home in Naples, oh, Florida. Good. Good. Uh, I, I came down here accidentally, really. My wife was visiting. Don Farmer and Chris Curl down here. Oh, I'll be darned. I just True uh, story. Yeah. And we still see Chris Curl all the time, but yeah. she was visiting them and and I went home cuz I had to do a radio show and about midway through the week, uh Donna called me up. How you doing, honey? I'm doing great. I like it down here. Well, I'm glad you do. I'll be down there this weekend to pick you up and take you home. She says, "Oh, I mean, don't hurry. I just bought a house." <laughs> <laughs> so no, that's true story. Yeah. That's how we ended up yeah. in Naples. Naples was never on yeah. my radar. Yeah. Never. Uh, but it is consistently rates as one of the one of the top places in the United States uh, to retire. And I'm sitting right here looking down uh, at the uh, waves from the Gulf of uh, whatever that is. Yeah. Well, my yeah, I used to go every every uh, uh, March, every spring on a break. I would my would go visit my parents who had a place in Bonita Springs, right there oh, on the yeah. beach. Oh yeah, yeah, right really? down the road from you. Yeah, Bonita oh. Springs. Yeah, God, that place for got years and years torn. My, oh, up I know by I'm, the hurricane. Oh my, well, my mother was a sheller. God, is this of any interest to anybody? I'm so sorry. We're talking about my mother was a sheller, and I'd get up with her at five thirty in the morning before dawn, and we'd go out on the beach and get all the great shells, and then she'd make lamps with them and give them to friends and make tr- uh, gifts. I mean, it was unbelievable, but it's what we did. And then the hurricane came and it blew the whole inlet, and so it's, it basically cut down all the shelling because it changed everything. The whole the landscape well, was was changed. So now uh, Sanibel is your shelling headquarters, oh, and, yeah, and still yeah. is nearby. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> I I cannot tell you how much we love this place, except in the summer when oh, it yeah. says feels like yeah. 115 degrees. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not the heat; it's the stupidity. Too. The humidity is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully we have the Bortz bus, so. Uh, in in the summer when the temperature gets like that, uh, this year will probably be in Lake Louise, Banff, Alberta, Canada. Wow, no kidding. Outstanding. 
Good we just you. get all over the place in Good that. Good for you. Really do. I'm, happy. I'm, really, I'm happy for you. I think I, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm thrilled for you. I think that's wonderful. So, Kimmer, are you yeah. pounding the Trump bandwagon? Uh, n- no, I, well, okay. I, as a, as a guy, Donald Trump is not my kind of guy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't no. want to be his neighbor. I wouldn't want to play golf with him. Well, I played golf with him once, but, but he's not my kind of guy. I don't, I, I, I personally, it's just, he's, you know, I just don't like him, but he's my God, what he did for the country. And he's one of the few guys who doesn't, isn't using it to try to get more power or money. In my opinion about, I think everything he did was for the best for the nation and to try to prove what a great guy he was for America. I mean, it's all in his ego, but I don't care. If his ego says, "I want to do, the, I want to be the best president we've ever had," that's okay with me, <laughs> you know, as long as he's got the country on the forefront. But and again, who's going to beat him? Uh, Nobody. He's the guy. So you know, we got to say. And again, in freaking you know, Georgia. When I, when I was, you know, Georgia. Did, was, yeah, you go ahead. You go. You go. Uh, well, when I was practicing law, I had the misfortune to have to deal in contract negotiations with Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. And I know. he is a preppus. Yeah. <laughs> And for anybody that wants to look it up, that's P-R-E-P-U-C-E. And he put the pus in preface. He really. So, but anyway, uh, I I keep telling people I don't like him, yeah. but I like what he did. Yeah, absolutely. You can't you can't argue with that. I mean, my God, uh, and we've I, I mean, and they, everything that has been done to reverse it has given us this state where now it's four dollars for a gallon of gasoline, and the pipelines are shut down, and the uh, the country's got a wide open border, and the, uh, nobody appreciates it or respects us. Uh, we're dangerous all over the place. I mean, this is unbelievable. Uh, what's happened to our country? Everything's woke now. Agen- I mean, my God, gender stuff and. Girls Girls go into the boys' bathroom and vice versa. A, and, I mean, the whole country is going nuts because of the last what four a years. Joke, all of that is. Yeah. But uh, by the way, uh, I'm I'm assuming you can read. Yeah. Have you ever read the book? <laughs> Sorry. No, have no, you it's ever okay. Have you ever read the book? Uh, Camp of the Saints. No. Write it down. Okay. Camp. Of the Camp Saints. Of, and you can read the whole thing online for nothing. Okay. Well, I know I, I want to hold it. I like to hold books in my hand. I don't do online stuff. Books. Huh? Books. Okay. Uh, anyway, it was written by Jean Raspail, a Frenchman. And that book will make your eyes bug out like a stomped on bullfrog. Because it's happening in Europe. It's happening in America. Yeah. Just exactly what that guy was talking about when he wrote Camp of the Saints. And people, I mean, liberals, lefties, progressives, idiots, hate that book because mm. it is so true to what is going on in our country. Yeah. So the next time we talk, I will expect that okay. you have at least started the book. And- all right. Well, it's just like, for example, what they're doing to European farmers and doing in Germany and all in Canada. By the way, didn't Trudeau, uh, Fidel Castro's son up here, uh, uh, Justin Trudeau, didn't he just get ripped off? Of, of, got uh, blamed for his illegal uh, shutdown of the truckers and all that anti-freedom uh, stuff going on last year? Well, he's, he certainly caught uh, caught a lot of hell for that, yeah. and, and deservedly so. And, uh, you know, my last experience, and I don't know why I'm doing this again. Donna and I drive around in a Prevo. You've seen those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a big motor coach. Yeah. Prevos are made in a town outside of Quebec City. Huh. Okay. In Canada. That's where the shell is made. And then the shell goes to several uh, converters in America. Uh, ours is located in Sanford, Florida, and they turn it into a, a rather nice motorhome. Yeah. But uh, 
We went to Quebec City a couple of years ago for a rally. We were there for five days. And then I crossed the border back into the United States. And and by the way, I got away with having a firearm on me this time, Ooh, that time. But I, really, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not well, be careful. The, the guy that, at the boy. border. <laughs> I know the, the the guy at the border said, "Do you have any weapons with you?" I said, "Does my wife count?" <laughs> oh, hey, you're funny. Go through. <laughs> and he, yeah, he laughed. <laughs> I'm not going to try that again, though. Uh, uh, but at any rate, uh, I, there's the telecom company up there in Canada. Uh, I must have messed up with Verizon somehow and not clicked the right button about roaming. I got a bill <laughs> oh, yeah. from five days for $10,000. Oh, my God. Are you serious? $10,000? $10,000. Oh, Now, man. Uh, let's take a vote. How many of you think I actually paid oh, that? Oh, I'm sure you didn't pay probably much of that. <laughs> How about none? Yeah, yeah, wow. So there's probably warrants for me up there, so we'll see what happens. Oh, my. Uh, we're going to hit We're gonna hit that area of Canada about uh, September, I believe. Well, that'll be fun. Uh, it's a good, good time yeah. of year for Canada trip. <laughs> and, and we'll be two months away from America taking a dive bomb to hell. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I mean, because, uh, boy, this election. Now, and, and by the way, I still think he's going to, I think they're going to throw him down the stairs. Biden, I think they're going to throw him down the stairs. He's going to fall in the shower. Something's going to happen. And then I think they're going to have to have a wide open convention because they can't put Carmela, uh, the side piece, America's official shiftless, lazy vice president. They can't run <laughs> her as the head of the ticket. So they're going to say, well, because of this, let's just have an open convention and let's bring all our Democrats in here and let's decide who's best for the country. Uh, then it, that's would, be, what I'm it thinking. would be Gavin Newsom or Big Mike. You know, Gavin Newsom, wouldn't it be great to have a first yeah. lady who was one of the sodomy queens for Harvey Rapestein. You know, she was one of his couch victims. You know, have her as a first lady. That's that's <laughs> not that's not nice to talk about Donald Trump Jr.'s wife like that. Kimberly no, not that one. Oh. <laughs> no, Gavin Newsom's wife, sir. I'm a lawyer. Poor Gavin. Yeah, I mean, what a uh, jerk. Yeah, he, just, he just went to pieces when yeah. he lost Kimberly Guilfoyle. <laughs> Heartbreaker, but he had a lot less chance of being smothered to death yeah. in his sleep. She always looked like like high maintenance to me, boy. I gotta tell you, she looked like nothing but trouble. <laughs> I'm sure she's wonderful in every way. I know I shouldn't say anything about it, but, but. That, that leads that leads me to another book, and I know your morning the morning guys are well aware of this. It's uh, my favorite book of 2023. Okay, yeah, uh, New York Times bestseller for about uh, I guess ten weeks. But uh, it is. I'll start the title of the book, and Kimmer, you can finish it. Okay. The the subtle art of not giving a (laughs) blank. (laughs) (laughs) We've already got our our our, our editing machine going crazy so far in this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Who write? Who wrote that? I don't know who wrote that. I don't. Some. I I forget too. I've heard the title, uh, but I don't know much about it. But Donna and I have both. Do you know we just had our fiftieth anniversary? I did see that. I did saw that on. I did see that on Facebook, and I thought, man, I just I envy you. I think that's fantastic. I've just. I'm so proud of that. I. Can't hardly stand it. You now, ought to be. You uh, ought to be. A- actually, we had been together for 52 years, but uh, it was a 50th wedding anniversary. Yeah. And yeah. so I tell people, because I mean, I was smitten immediately, and I was. So I tell people we were married for 52 years, and Donna says, no, it was 50. And then people <laughs> and say. And there goes the argument. <laughs> yeah, well, then, then people say, well, what is the difference? And I say, she counts from I do, and I count 
from I did. I did, yeah. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> For some of you younger oh, boys and girls, we'll have to explain that later. That's not. You'll that. never let me on in the afternoon again. There's no, too many we'll same every day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I'm, I'm so proud of that anniversary. I can't. You should be. I'm, ha I'm, I'm just thrilled for you. Honest to Pete. I, I, I wish that for most of us, really. Honest to goodness. Now, I'm, now I'm, I'm actually planning on the 75th. You, well, good for you. You should be. I mean, that's yeah. hell, my, my folks were married for 65 years. It can Good happen. Yeah. Neil, great Good to talk day. to you, my friend. Be careful out there. God bless America. Our best to your lovely bride. And uh, we'll see you anytime next week, whenever you're available. I don't care what day it is, what time it is. If you, when you want to join us, tell them when you're coming, and we'll have you on uh, every time, whatever. Well, if you don't mind me being on, a, on an iPhone every once you in a while, you can be on anything. Open, yeah. You can do Tom Toms and, you know, and the, yeah. and the kazoos, <laughs> kazoos with the toilet paper rolls if we need to, and orange juice cans, whatever. Okay. Let's have a drink to Bugsy. <laughs> All right, Semper Fi, Neil Borch, thanks, my friend, and we'll see you again right. next week. Be careful. Have fun out there. Neil Borch, what a great thrill to talk to him again. 4.30, Kim Repeat and Flounder. Look out. Here we go. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 